Tell Us How to Make It Better is partnering with The Readiness Lab, the home for podcasts, webinars, and training in the field of emergency and disaster services. And a few years in, I began to wonder where were all the plastic bottles going? You know, here I was filling up these brand new virgin plastic bottles, sending them out into the world. Where were they going? I'm George Siegel, and this is the Tell Us How to Make It Better podcast. Every week, we introduce you to people who are working on real-world problems and providing actual solutions. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me on today's Tell Us How to Make It Better podcast. The goal of this podcast is every week to introduce you to somebody who has identified a problem and rather than just complaining about it, is working on a solution towards that problem. And today's issue is something I'm sure you've heard a lot about. My guest today is Angie Ringler. She's an eco-warrior. She taught herself to discover solutions for her own personal skin issues. Through her resourcefulness and investigative spirit, she developed a unique manufacturing process which eliminated plastic bottles needed for liquid household cleaning and body products. In 2010, she founded Tangi LLC, now doing business as wastefreeproducts.com. Her company is a carbon neutral business, plant-based and certified cruelty-free. Angie, thanks for coming on today. Yes, very good to be here, George. Thank you for having me. So what is the problem that you have identified out there in the world that you're working on? Plastic bottle waste really is my catalyst that happened a few years ago. Um, Many years ago, back in 2010, I started the company, as you mentioned, um, really based on natural products and a few, I'm sorry, natural ingredients, you know, to make natural cleaning products and and, uh, personal care products. And a few years in, I began to wonder where were all the plastic bottles going? You know, here I was filling up these brand new virgin plastic bottles, sending them out into the world. Where were they going? And a few years into my business, I began to realize that even though I was using good ingredients, I was using natural ingredients, that that really wasn't the total solution. If I was still sending these plastic bottles out into the world, I felt like I was still part of the problem, to be quite honest, if they were ending up in our landfills or worse off in our oceans and in our streams that I needed to really look at, try to find a solution that felt good to me, that allowed me to reduce that kind of plastic waste in my uh, business. And that if I couldn't find that solution that I probably had to get out of the business. Now we all see videos of, of beaches with garbage piled up on there, a lot of plastic bottles. And I found this um, statistic that I thought was interesting of the approximately 275 million metric tons of plastic waste produced annually, up to 12 million tons leak into oceans, wreaking havoc on livelihoods and ecosystems, and an estimated 13 billion in annual environmental damage to the marine ecosystem. I mean, it's just staggering to hear the kind of damage that it costs. So how should people understand how this affects their lives? I mean, people go, well, I don't live anywhere near the beach. I don't care about this. What, what, what should people be thinking about? Well, I think that's a good point, you know, and to me, the even when I was thinking of something like, well, how do I save the planet? Or when you hear people say that, you know, let's save our environment or the oceans, that quite honestly is too big. We are not connected to this whole globe. We are connected, but in a way we don't see how our connection affects the entire world. So to me, I wanted to bring it closer to home. And that to me was about my health and about my wallet. You know, 
if we are spending more for packaging or if we're spending more for liquid based products, water based products, that's costing us more in shipping. We're getting a product that's, you know, more diluted that maybe we could be using more of a concentrate, getting a longer use out of it, ultimately costing us less money. Now, when we look towards more natural ingredients, that's putting less chemical exposure on our skin. And as we know, our skins are just big sponges. So by eliminating those chemicals, it allows us to be more healthy in a lot of ways. They, they have linked a lot of um, chemicals that are produced in our plastics and our food packaging, even in our um, cookware, they are linking those things to some health issues. And I think the more that we're aware of those, those things that are happening to us that can negatively affect our health, that seeking out options that don't have that base of chemicals or that, you know, makeup of the packaging, that it's just doing us a lot better. And then we don't have to think about saving the world. That's just kind of like, what can I do to make these changes in my house for myself? So what can you tell us about the product that helps us understand how yours makes a difference? So, I mean, with, without just giving me the ingredients. What is it about it? How, how is so, it So let me, um, do you, do you, you show this uh, video as well, or is this just audio that you share with your audience? I, the video as well, so I can show whatever video. Okay, great, great. Because I did grab a bar of my, okay, so this is our laundry concentrate. And for those just listening, you, this, uh, this bar of hand wash concentrate is no bigger than a deck of playing cards, okay? So this, bar dissolves to make a gallon of liquid hand soap. Now imagine all the hand soap pumpers that you buy in a month. You know, it might be a foamer or a pumper that you buy off the shelf. Those things are meant to be reused hundreds of times, but yet we typically just throw them away when they're empty and we buy a brand new one from the grocery store or, you know, big box store. And that thing just goes in the recycling. We hope it gets recycled, but yeah. we don't know that it does. So my lawn, this um, hand wash concentrate here, I just pulled the bar out, right? It's uh -huh. very clean. It's only got about five ingredients, some nice oils, skin uh, benefits that are going to be nice to your skin. This one's got citrus essential oils in it to make it smell nice on your hands. But the idea is that you can make that at home. You can take the concentrate, dissolve it at home and keep refilling your hand pumpers, foamers, whatever you like to use, you can just keep refilling them until that pumper gives out. And that could honestly be years down the road. Sure. So how would you mix that up at home though? I mean, like somebody like me, this, would you just get a big bowl that you cook in or something and you just, well, no, it, it just, so that's a great question because it's dissolves very easily in water. It's, um, it's not hard, like a bar of soap. It's really like the texture of a thick cream cheese. So it cuts easily with a butter knife. So let's say you just wanted to dissolve a little bit of it. You don't have to dissolve the whole gallon at one okay. time. You could cut the bar in half and you would have two 64 ounce pieces. You could cut that half in half and just dissolve 32 ounces at a time. And you can keep kind of cutting it down uh, to make smaller batches. So for me, my hand pumper in my bathroom, it takes easily one sixteenth of a bar. So I cut this into 16 little pieces, keep the rest in this little box. And I just take one piece at a time, drop it in my dispenser, fill that with water. And within a few hours, it dissolves to make the liquid hand soap. 
Interesting. Now, this is much different than the paper straw. Okay, that's something that's replaced plastic. And there's nothing more annoying for somebody drinking a smoothie or in a restaurant that the, the paper straw is, is just the worst to me. You're, you're not saying don't ever use plastic again. You're saying don't keep throwing it out and, and reuse it. Correct. Reuse these things that are meant to be sturdy and strong and reused. It's no different. Think about the laundry jug that you have at home. I'm assuming in your laundry room, you've got this really sturdy laundry jug. It's probably got a handle on it, really thick plastic. That thing's not going to break down anytime soon. But what if you could refill it with laundry soap endlessly for years at a time? And I do the same thing with a laundry concentrate. So this little bar right here, this makes one gallon of liquid laundry soap. Same concept. You've got this small bar, no bigger than a deck of cards, but it's concentrated, all natural ingredients like yucca root powder and oils to saponify it into a soap bar. And again, you can cut it into smaller pieces to adapt it to the jar that you want to use at home. We have plenty of people traveling in their RVs right now. They make little eight ounce jars at a time and are able to store the rest away without any storage issues or having to have an, you know, an extra bottle laying around. Now, does that work in all machines? I know that the one we have, I think it's HEP or something. There's something on it that. Oh, the high efficiency. Yeah. Yeah. It's this, that works really great in the high efficiency units because it's a very low, no sudsing. And that's really what high efficiency units want. They don't want a lot of the bubbles. How's the price compared to going to Costco and having to pay $30 to, to get that determined question because pricing laundry soaps can be a little tricky when you're looking at the price on a shelf. So let's say you go to the grocery store and there's a big aisle of cleaning products. You're looking at all those laundry soaps right there. And the prices vary from, you know, $5.99 to $35.99. And really it's because the bottles are so different in size. Some bottles might be 30 ounces and they might wash 30 loads of laundry. Others might be a gallon, but it might only wash 60 loads of laundry. So you really have to look at what your price per load works out to be. Now, we're not the cheapest. We're not going to compete, compete with like the dollar store brands by any means. But we're looking at for our Tangi laundry concentrate works out to be about 20 cents a load. So the little bar that I just showed you right here, this is $21.99 on our website. And because it only weighs less than four ounces, we can ship it for about four to five dollars pretty much anywhere in the United States. So depending on what brand people are using right now, they're probably looking at spending anywhere between 12 cents a load, you know, looking at kind of like that dollar store brand upwards of your tides and stuff. They can be upwards as high as 35 cents a load. What is the range of products that you have? in the store? What, what kind of stuff overall? Well, we do the hand wash concentrate and the laundry concentrate, which are really our cornerstone products because they make the biggest impact. And then we also do stain remover bars. We do shampoo bars, conditioner bars, shave cream soaps, uh, powdered all-purpose cleaner. The idea is we, I wanted to expand a line of products that traditionally had a lot of waste and it's easy to look at cleaning products and personal care products and see that we have a ton of packaging waste from, from those items. 
Yeah, I'm trying to look. Tell me about your background that you could come up with this stuff. Did you just find smart people to invent it, or were no. you one of those smart people? <laughs> I guess. Okay, I guess I would say I'm one of those smart people because yeah, I came up not? with most of the items in the line. Um, the hand wash concentrate, the laundry concentrate. Those are actually my formulations that I developed over a course of time. When I first started the business, I did these products as liquid. I bottled them in the plastic bottles that I spoke of earlier, sent them out into the world. And that's kind of that crossroad that I came to several years into the business of saying, how do I make this natural liquid product but sell it without a bottle. And I didn't know how I was going to do that. So I spent a few years reformulating and figuring out how I could turn that liquid into something that could be sold without a bottle. And I eventually was able to reformulate them into this, what I call a paste or a concentrate form that is honestly just in a little teeny cardboard box. This can be composted at home. You could drop this into your recycling bin. I mean, tucked into the ground, into a flower pot. It's not going to, you know, be around for as long as these uh, normal laundry jugs are. Now, I know with a lot of the healthy food products I, I buy living in Florida, shipping it in July is not the same as, as if you're in Maine shipping it. Does the weather affect how this can hold up if you're uh, mailing it around the country in really hot weather? Um, the only one that we have an issue with in kind of that really hot time of the year, July and August is the conditioner, um, the conditioner bar, the essential oils seem to kind of seep out and they will show up on the, uh, paper packaging. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't affect the bar, but it would might reduce the smell a little bit because some of that, um, essential oil has leaked out, but the efficacy of the bar is still there. Hmm. So what do you think the biggest challenge is with your business? What do you run into that you would say is, is a repeating obstacle that you have to overcome? Oh, definitely packaging. <laughs> because every time I, I think about bringing out a new product, I first have to figure out how am I going to do this in a plastic-free package? So one thing that I did start doing several years ago was on my website, offering all of our products package-free. So Let's say you order our laundry concentrate for the first time. You want to order it in the box. It's got all the directions on it. It even comes with a little sticker that you can place on your container to remind you how much to use, what's in it, and remind other people in your household that that's not dirty water in that jug because it is going to look very natural and somebody might not realize it's laundry soap. So the first time you order it, you want to make sure that you get it packaged with the directions. But now that you know how to use it, same with a shampoo bar. Once you order it once and you know how to use it, why do you need the packaging with the instructions? So our repeat customers, they purchase our products package-free, comes wrapped in a little piece of craft paper, tucked in a padded paper envelope, and off it goes. And what about scents in, in products? A lot of people don't want to have any kind of scent if they're washing their sheets or their clothes. Is yeah. it fragrance-free? The laundry soap is fragrance free and we do offer like our shampoo bar and conditioner bar. Uh, we also have fragrance free ones as well, because a lot of people do have multi-chemical sensitivities and they can't even take, you know, essential oils. What would you say is um, a, a good bit of advice for somebody who has an idea, like you're truly an entrepreneur who's taken something from nothing and 
and turned it into something. There's a lot of people that think they want to do something or want to try something, but they don't ever do anything. They're just sitting on the sidelines watching everybody else come up with the inventions. What would you tell them to do? Wow, that is a good question because I guess my first knee-jerk reaction answer is to say, you've got to have some passion behind it because there's going to be a lot of bumps in that road. There'll be a lot of people telling you, you shouldn't be doing it. You should just go get a nine to five job and, you know, kind of do what the norm has been for a long time. Um, so you've got to have some passion behind it. You know, for me, I'm a redhead. I've had skin irritations my whole life. I just have sensitive skin. So when I began to wonder how I could solve my own problem, that's kind of where the laundry soap came from. And I started developing that again, it started as a liquid, but over time you start to even hone in better of what it is that bothers you about things. And before I knew it, it was the plastic that started bothering me. So if somebody has got an idea and when you listen to most, I just listened to this great audio book called Girls That Run the World. And a journalist went and interviewed 30 top CEOs, all women, of how they started on their journey to these, you know, many are multi-million dollar, billion dollar industries now that they are in, businesses that they've built. And not one of them started in like something that they went to school for or that they were trained for, or it really started with either a solution that they saw needed to be brought to the forefront, or it started with a passion that they've always had their life and they saw a, an opening for themselves to, you know, start a business. So I think you have to start with something that you believe in and that you're passionate about so that it carries you through the tough times. Yeah. It's very tough to do something if you don't get any joy out of it or, or have any passion right. um, behind it. That can be, um, that, that can be extremely challenging. So you, have you ever gone on Shark Tank? No. <laughs> <laughs> I would think they would love this, but who, then you have to get They might, but I think the introvert in me is like, oh, I don't know. They seem so mean. <laughs> they are. Yeah. I would be so intimidated and I'm not easily intimidated, but they would expose me in like five seconds. They go, you're, That's what are you doing I would be yeah. equally as intimidated. So I'm going to save them a lot of time. So uh, tell us about the book. How, you have a book out. What can people uh, do to get their hands on that? I did. I wrote a book pretty much from my experience of trying to live a more low waste lifestyle of my own. Um, the book is called Going Plastic Free Room by Room. It's an easy way for, to make sustainable swaps. Um, I got to admit, the book was downloaded to me. The entire book was downloaded to my brain during a massage. And I came out of there with such clarity of the content, the layout, the chapters. And what I realized was it was just a culmination of the way that I had been living my life, the ups and downs too, right? Of trying to figure out what are the ways that I can reduce my life at home without it being a pain in the ass. Because if things aren't convenient and easy, we don't stick to them. If they're not affordable and workable in our budget, we are not going to keep up with those changes. So a lot of it is 
me sharing my research that I've made over like the past 15 years of trying to figure out why I should be reducing chemicals in my life and why it matters. And then sharing that information and then really putting it in a format of going room by room to show different ways that we can reduce our waste. And I even break it down into like beginner, intermediate, and somebody who's more seasoned so that you can, if you're just starting in this journey, there's some easy ways to get started. But if you're, if you're somebody like me, who's maybe been doing it for many years, then there are really good um, additional things to think about, maybe that you haven't thought along your journey. And then at the end, I do a checklist to where you can just start to work through the book and start to make those few changes at a time, hopefully that they become new habits. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Um, I would say I would think of myself as a person who's not overly environmentally conscious most of the time. But since I've started this podcast, I've had experts on that talk about things you can do that make a difference. And a lot of them I already do. I just didn't know about it. And then a lot of the other things are not that difficult to do. So it it's encouraging to know that, hey, even if you just don't take it that or don't think about it consciously on a day to day basis, right. you can still step up and make a difference. Yeah, I must say, when I first started this business, I didn't realize I was eco. I'm not sure that I, I, I mean, I had, had heard the term environmental friendly or eco-friendly, but I didn't think of myself as eco. I actually would consider myself more of a hippie than an eco person. So I think it was along the line, along that journey that I realized, oh, I guess I am living a little bit eco, but not really giving myself credit for though, because it just it was maybe things that just felt right to me or seemed to be the right thing to do that I was doing, not really putting a label on it. So I think a lot of people would, would be like you and be shocked that a lot of things they are doing are already in alignment with reducing their waste. And maybe just a few little tweaks here and there could make even a bigger impact to save themselves some money and maybe even reduce their exposure to some toxic you know, chemicals. Absolutely. It's gotten me a lot more on board than I, than I was. And I think it's great that you're, that you're doing this. Now, how can people reach you and how do they find you on social media or your website? What's the best ways to get in touch with you? So we are on social media at Waste Free Products and the website is wastefreeproducts.com. They can go there and read a lot of blog articles that I wrote, um, find out more information about the individual products that we have. And they can also download the book for free. It's on the website, but I've also started um, another website where I've posted the book and it's just wastefreepledge.com. So if they go to wastefreepledge.com, they can download the ebook. It's over a hundred pages. So it's a fairly decent read. Um, but then at the very end, I do provide links to a lot of the products that I share as sustainable swaps and um, links to the companies that I think are really out there trying to make a difference that I want people to start looking into and, you know, utilizing those kind of companies and also sharing that information with other people that they know, because there are great people out there really working hard to make a difference. We just need to share their information so that more people are aware of them. Well, it sounds great. I'm going to definitely check out the website and uh, you'll probably see an order coming in from me soon. I, th I All think right. I love that, George. Great. Thanks so much. Yeah. So Angie, thanks so much for coming on today and uh, continued success with the products. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And I enjoyed being on your show today. Thank you for joining me today on the Tell Us How to Make It Better podcast. If you enjoyed what you were listening to, 
You can like the episode. Please share it with uh, other people and you can leave a review as well. And if you have any comments or ideas for future programs, you can always leave that on our website. There's a contact form at tellushowtomakeitbetter.com. Thanks again for listening. See you next time.